welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log, Day 114. Listen on repeat. There was a book that I started reading, I want to say about two or three years ago, maybe. And of course, when I say reading, I mean listening to, because I tend to listen to audiobooks. And one of the things the author said was that he recommended that you read the book 10 to 15 times or listen through the audio 10 to 15 times because humans only retain about 10% of the information that we're presented with any given time, right? In any one pass through. So it'll be amazing to you if you pick a book that you really like and you start reading through it. If you pick it up at some later point in time and then read through it again, there's going to be all kinds of things that you didn't notice the first time around, right? Things that didn't stick out to you the first time or you don't remember reading. It's because we don't have photographic recall, right? Not everything that you're exposed to, you retain entirely. And I started thinking about that concept and started using it to sort of come up with this, the system that I have for certain books that I find very, very good, very valuable. Like, for example, Tree guys are tired of hearing me mention Atomic Habits, which is a book that I mention all the time, right? And another one of those is The Mood Cure, book I mention all the time. There's other books, honorable mentions that I bring up here and there, right? The Primal Blueprint, I bring up every once in a while, The Bulletproof Diet. These are certain books that I think are really valuable that I bring them up constantly. And the idea with that, and with me bringing them up again and again, of course, is to get you to read them. But the reason why they're so front and center in my mind all the time is that these are books that I listen to or read, depending on which format I have them in, consistently, right? At any given point in time, I'm listening through one of maybe five or six audiobooks that have been very influential in the way I think, that I think are very useful. The information's very good. I bring those back again and again to make sure that I'm constantly refreshing my mind on these topics. Right, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, this idea of listening on repeat. And I'll probably venture outside of listening a little bit, you know, you can say read on repeat, right? You can read something again and again. You can also take something that maybe isn't a book, let's say maybe like a TV show, something that you find very good, like let's say Man of God, for example, right? This is the kind of movie that maybe you want to watch again and again to to keep those feelings fresh in your mind. Right, and my personal list consists of about five or six books, right? The Charisma Myth, Atomic Habits, um, a couple of other ones that I can't think of off the top, think of off the top of my head right now. But the idea isn't necessarily for you to pick up whatever books that I find useful, but rather for me to convince you over the next twenty minutes of really two things. And the first thing is that there are certain things that you should be doing on repeat, right? What exactly those things are. You know, that can be up for debate. I think one of those things is taking certain books and listening to them on repeat because there's certain ideas that you want to keep fresh in your mind so that you're always thinking about them. Certain things that are useful to you at all times, right? That's the first thing. And the second thing is just to give some techniques on how to work this into your daily routine or your weekly routine or to keep things coming back. And we'll, of course, get to that towards the end. But first things first, listening on repeat or reading on repeat. Main reason you should do it, of course, is that we don't retain all of the information that we're presented with. So if there's a book that you read, 
And the first time through, the book is very valuable to you, or you know you're listening to an audiobook and it's very valuable to you. You don't want to just leave that be and say, oh, this book was really useful, and then just move on. Because you will forget. Like there are certain facts that I remember from certain books I've read where I remember like one fact in isolation. It's all I remember. And I can't tell you what book it was from. I can't tell you where I read it. And I can't even tell you if the way I'm remembering it is accurate because it's been so long, right? One thing that's worth mentioning about recall, right? Anytime you remember something, anytime you tap a memory in your mind, is that you're not remembering the original event. You're remembering the last time you remembered the thing. Because a memory is just a sequence of neurons. We've talked about this many, many times, neuroplasticity. So when neurons 5 and 30 and 300 and 6 million all fire in one sequence, and that's a particular memory, whenever you recall that memory, those same neurons fire, but the path isn't exactly perfect every time, right? The, the way that it replays isn't perfect every time. So you're constantly changing the memory slightly. So one of the best things you can do is to keep going back to the source of truth, going back to the original place where you found the thing that you're remembering and make sure that it's staying, let's say, un, unchanged, unpolluted. The second thing is that we are what? We are the things that we think about most, the things that we do most, the people we spend the most time with. Every time you have a conscious perception of something, that's shaping who you are. So when you get your hands on a certain piece of information, right, a certain book or a certain audiobook or podcast or TV show, whatever it is, maybe there is a particular field log that's really useful to you. It's worth it to listen back to that once a month and just listen to it on repeat, right? One of the things that motivated me to try to do this six days a week, which of course we all know that I'm terrible at at this point. But the reason I wanted to do that is because I want that to be something that's always fresh in your mind, right? Every morning, this is something that you're, you're thinking about, right? Your God-given purpose, your calling in life, the things that you should be focusing on, always priming you to think a certain way, right? To kind of riff on that topic a little bit, there's this term I came up with a couple of years ago that I call personality anchoring. There's certain places, certain people that bring out a certain person in you, right? I have some friends from college. Whenever I hang out with them, I go back to being what I was like when I'm around them. Now, for the people where that behavior is positive, you want to be around those people all the time. For the people where that's negative, not so much. So you're being primed by the people you're spending time with. You're being primed by your environment. You're being primed by the things you're listening to or reading, which, quick aside, is one of the reasons why reading your scriptures daily is so important. If every morning you wake up and you do your morning prayers and you read your daily scripture reading, you're constantly being primed for the day with your purpose as an Orthodox man, as a Christian man, as a warrior king. This is all very important. One of the things I remember my, my godfather saying, who I've mentioned this before, is a priest, an old priest, an archpriest. He once said, in orthodoxy, we don't mind repeating ourselves, right? We say things again and again and again. Now, of course, a lot of Protestants view that as, quote unquote, vain repetition, right? Which, of course, is not the case. Vain repetition is when you're repeating something without point, right? If you say the word Lord have, or the phrase Lord have mercy three times, that's not a vain repetition. The phrase Lord have mercy is, is efficacious, right? It's a prayer to God to have mercy on you or on someone else. So in Orthodoxy, we don't mind repeating ourselves, right? There are certain times during the liturgy or a prayer service where we'll say something 40 times, right? We'll say, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, 40 times, because there's power in repetition, right? When the Lord Jesus taught us how to pray, he said, pray like this, and he gave us the Lord's prayer. Every Christian on this earth uses that prayer 
several times, at least a week, right? I use it several times a day. Every time I bless my food, I'm using it. And then, of course, in the morning prayers, and I think it's also in the evening prayers. So five, six times a day, you're using that. Is that a vain repetition? No. There's certain things you want to think about a lot, so you want to repeat them a lot, right? Spoken. So repetition has utility. It shapes the way you think. Every time you think a thought, every time you hear a thought, every time you do something specific, that's becoming more of who you are. So that's something really useful to keep in mind when you're deciding what to expose yourself to. Right? You can even expand the meaning of the word repetition a little bit, and you can think about the fact that if you're watching, I don't know, degenerate TV all the time, who is that turning you into? But if you're watching something that's, that's edifying to you, who is that turning you into? Right? These are the kinds of things that you want to keep in mind. What am I thinking about? What am I talking about? What am I listening to? What am I consuming? And if something's very powerful and you want that thought to run very deep in you, listen to it again and again and again. Right? One of the reasons I like re-listening to Atomic Habits is because when your habits are in line, everything is in line. Right? If you can decide what you're going to do every day, if you can decide what you're going to do every week, and you stick to those things and you make sure that they're anchored well, that's going to shape you. So it's sort of a starting point, which is why I like to listen to that book a lot. It's another book that's in my repeat list called The Like Switch. I've talked about this book before. Ex-FBI agent talks about how to build rapport, how to send friend signals, how to send enemy signals, right? Get people to like you, get people to not like you. you know, there's, there's utility for both, right? If you're walking through a bad part of the town and you, know, you don't want to look too friendly, that might make you a target. But if I think about those things all the time, I'm going to start just subconsciously sending friend signals, which has happened since I started reading the book. I walk up to a counter somewhere. The first thing I do is I give a genuine smile. I give an eyebrow flash, tilt my head a little bit, and then people are very friendly to you. You know, if you're going to ask for something like one of the examples he likes to use is an airline upgrade, right? You're flying economy and you're trying to get first class. Just walk up to the counter, just make some conversation, smile, give an eyebrow flash. Things are going to go a lot better for you. And that's really useful, right? Some people might think of that as manipulation. I personally don't think that that's the case because you're not hurting anybody. Hopefully, right? You can use these things to do things that are bad for people. You obviously shouldn't do that. If you're the kind of person who would do that, I'm going to assume you wouldn't be listening to this. But that's the power in repetition, right? You want certain habits, certain thoughts to be constantly in the front of your mind. Now, what do we do with that information? The first bit is quite obvious. I would recommend to you to go through the books, right? Make a list today. Go through the books that you've read in your life, the books that you've read recently, the books that I've recommended. You can go through old field logs and check the show notes to remind yourself which books has Marcin recommended recently. And get an audiobook version of each one of those. It should be 14, 15 bucks, something like that. And you know, there's other ways you can get audiobooks for free. I use Scribd. It's 10 bucks a month and you get unlimited access to certain audiobooks. They don't have everything, but they have a, a couple of things. Make a list of those, and whenever you're in the car, rather than listening to music, and sometimes maybe you're listening to music, but most of the time, listen through one of those books. Always have those thoughts percolating in your mind. Always keep, in essence, brainwashing yourself with the information that, that you're trying to internalize. Right? If you want to be the kind of person who anytime you see somebody, your first instinct is to make a friend, right? send friend signals. If you want to be that, listen to the like switch on repeat. If you want to constantly think about building habits and make sure that your habits are iron tight and remind yourself how to break bad habits and shape the person that you're becoming, listen to Atomic Habits. 
another book you can listen to for rapport building is called The Charisma Myth. This is one that I like to re-listen to again and again. So these are the kinds of books that I would recommend you compile a list of. But for you, maybe it's something specific. Maybe you're, I don't know, an athlete and there's a book on like the proper way to, I don't know, train in your sport or something. Or maybe you're a musician and you want to listen to, I don't know, you could even say listen to a certain musician that you like and to think more like him and to have it rub off on your playing. Listen to that on repeat, right? Shape your mind consciously. Use the auditory medium consciously, but it goes beyond auditory. Like I said, if there's certain movies or certain TV shows that are very powerful for you, right? Like Man of God is an example I gave. I like to watch Peaky Blinders, which I know there's a lot of violence and degeneracy in that show, but Tommy, main character, right? Thomas Shelby is a great example of a man who's very dedicated to his mission and taking care of his family. And I admire that. Of course, we live in a world where the TV shows that we have access to that are maybe edifying are few. So we sort of have to try to find useful bits and useful inspiration in places where you might have to filter out some of the information. I get that. But that's one of the things that I like to watch on repeat, right? You don't want to watch things that are going to move you in a direction you don't want to go, right? If you're going to be watching modern TV, it may as well be something where the main character has at least some redeeming qualities, like putting family first and being disciplined and building a business, those kinds of things. So the first takeaway here is to put together a list, to use a, a tool like Audible or Scribd or maybe just the MP3 playing function on your phone to, to listen to those books, to listen to those podcasts or whatever they might be, to watch those movies, whatever it is, and get a schedule going, right? For me, it's just whenever I run through one of the books, I just go to one of the next ones. I don't even have a particular sequence. It's what, whatever one that I'm currently interested in again, right? Finish Atomic Habits, I might go to Charisma Myth, I might go to The Like Switch, those kinds of things. The second thing I want to recommend is basically the opposite. What have you been exposing yourself to frequently? What have you been listening to on repeat? Whom have you been listening to on repeat? That's not shaping you to be the kind of person you want to be. What are you exposing yourself to? What have you been talking about? What is in your mind space frequently that shouldn't be there, right? This is the kind of balance that we strike all the time. We've had field logs on both of these episode, uh, episodes. We've had field logs on both of these topics. Good company corrupts bad character. We've talked about that. You know, how you are the average of the five people you are, uh, you spend the most time with. We've talked about every choice you make, right, is a vote for the kind of person that you want to be. These kinds of things, it goes both ways. What are you doing a lot of intentionally to become a certain person? And what should you be doing less of to diminish certain qualities in yourself, right? These are the kinds of questions you have to ask. So after you've put together a list of these are all the things these are all the books, these are all the shows, these are all the podcasts that I want to listen to, read, watch, on repeat again and again to really brainwash myself, essentially really priming yourself to think a certain way, to be a certain person. You have to do the opposite. What am I exposed to too much? Right? Maybe you have a guilty pleasure TV show like, I don't know, Rick and Morty, right? That's one of mine. I love that show. I think it's really funny, but it's absolutely degenerate. A lot of the episodes are very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, very gross, really. So it comes down to there's a lot of sort of nihilistic philosophy being pushed in that show, and I have to not watch that or watch it as little as I can, really. So what are the kinds of things you're exposing yourself to that you shouldn't be exposing yourself to? 
If you think that you can't be influenced, you're more likely to be influenced. We've talked about this many, many times. So if you're reading certain philosophers or you're listening to certain books or certain podcasts and you're constantly getting certain perspectives that you know aren't life-giving to you, what are you doing? Right? Why would you do that to yourself? So you have to identify those things. You have to cut them out and fill that space with the material that you choose consciously. So set out to make a list of the things you choose consciously and then set out to make a list of the things that you picked up subconsciously or by proxy or passively or whatever you want to call it and replace them. The third thing I would recommend is to look at the, at the behaviors that you take part in frequently, right? Let's say one of the things you want to do is you want to be healthier and you realize that every night when you come home, you are, I don't know, drinking a glass of wine or two glasses of wine or something. This isn't listening on repeat, but this is something that you're doing on repeat, right? So you can see I'm sort of expanding the scope here. So things that you're repeating, not only in what you're consuming, but also in what you're producing and what you're doing, that's going to make a difference in how you think, how you act, who you are, right? Your body. This is really tying closely into this thing that I always talk about in regards to the formula for success. We've had a field log on that, you know, go listen to that if you haven't already. It's called the method for success. It's uh, TLDR, Cliff Notes, doing something iteratively and doing something frequently, right? Consistently. So the things you're doing again and again and again really are determining your destiny, if you will, right? Where are you going? What's your trajectory? So what are you listening to again and again? What are you not listening to when you should be? What are you doing again and again? This is this sort of greater idea that I want to become part of your process of thinking. Expose yourself to the ideas that matter, right? Whenever, whenever I have dinner with my best friend or we're hanging out, all we're talking about is the faith. We're talking about stewardship. We're talking about training. We're talking about craft, right? We're talking about mind. We're talking about the seven pillars and constantly thinking about ideas, where to go, what to do, right? Making that the, the ethos, if you will, of how we act, how we think, what we talk about, those kinds of things. So that relationship, that friendship is predicated on a mutual interest in being the best man I can be. So this is the kind of friend that you'll have for life, right? The kind of person who wants to be better with you. Or if you're in a relationship, if you're seeing a girl and all you're ever talking about is the new Kardashian this and the new, I don't know, like social media that, rather than talking about, you know, philosophy and theology and art and, and things that make you culture, these kinds of things, then you're being repeatedly exposed to something you shouldn't be exposed to, right? You have to pick these things wisely. There was a field log that we did recently called How to Stay Poor. And one of the laws for staying poor, and of course, these are not mine. Listen to that field log if you haven't already. I cite where they come from. One of the laws for staying poor is picking a spouse who makes you feel guilty for working, right? And if you can substitute the word poor for unsuccessful, same thing. Pick somebody who constantly pressures you in the wrong direction. The same is true when it comes to the topics that you talk about, right? You want to pick someone who wants to talk about things that matter, who wants to talk about things that bring you joy and fulfillment and make you a better person, make her a better person. So these are some of the things I want you to talk about or talk about, to think about today, right? Pause this episode right now, pull out your notes app, you know the drill, carve out five or 10 minutes to put together a quick list. And as long as you put together something, you can modify or grow or shrink it as time goes on, right? For right now, honestly, I would say as a starting point, Atomic Habits and the Like Switch. 
If you become the kind of person who can consistently add habits and subtract habits as you need them, and who can consistently build rapport with people quickly and be very likable and be received well, if you can do that, you're, what, 80% of the way to where you're supposed to be as a man, right? Being able to do the things that you're supposed to do and being able to be perceived well by people so that you can lead them, right? People don't take leadership from someone they don't like and someone they don't trust. But that doesn't have to be your list. You can decide. Maybe you're going to say that I'm really good at building habits. Maybe you're really good at building rapport, whatever it is. Make a list for yourself, right? Maybe you're just nailing it at everything and that list should just be the scriptures. Maybe you're listening to the Psalms every day. Maybe you're listening to chanting every day. Whatever it is, get together a repeat list. I'm telling you, this is one of the strongest tools that I use. Really want you to pick up that habit as well. You do that today, you put together that list, start playing it when you're in the car and you're going to see the shift that occurs in the way you think, in the way you act, in the things that you do, if only you start listening on repeat. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for Field Log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the Marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.